The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Patreon exclusive episode of the Rough House Podcast. Thank you all for joining the Patreon. Um, you know, we have the different tiers of things offered. It's a, a buck or more gets you the uh, podcasts. Five bucks or more gets you the blogs. Ten bucks or more gets you the daily SGW updates, which uh, we are, we've hit uh, a year, I think, uh, Saturday is a year of, congratulations uh, of, uh, yeah april april 1st of 17 is when we kicked off the this day in sgw history so a lot of gold over that past 365 days and as a ten dollar or more patron you can go back and read all of them at your convenience all the it's not just the new stuff you have complete access to everything uh that is available to your tier so yeah. Pardon me. That was a Grand Monnier talking. Um, <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Appreciate you being a part of that. And uh, please feel free to, uh, you know, up it if you got a couple extra shekels your way. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, so, yeah. with with WrestleMania, sorry, it's Christoph and Marty. Justin is drunk at opening Hi. day. Um, he'll, uh, he'll be back with us maybe on a Patreon episode at some point. Who knows? Maybe one day. Um, we'll see. Maybe one day. We'll, we'll try to, you know, chain him to a radiator black snake moan style and with some i don't know i'm getting up my mind is all over the goddamn place tonight uh it, okay it, it's it, we have dark kristoff this week <laughs> but between the free app and the patreon app, dark kristoff yes. is strong uh but we are I, I'm, I'm no longer kristoff jr i'm kristoff dark <laughs> I better watch my arms. Uh, So uh, we are on the road to WrestleMania and being on the road to WrestleMania, we thought this would be a great time to run down our top 10 WrestleMania moments. Uh, Yes. I I think uh, as we kind of established when we were talking earlier this year about our favorite Raw moments, that's what it is. It's our favorites. It's not maybe necessarily, you know, the the 10 greatest of all time. Uh, And I'll be totally honest. I wrote down my 10, and as I was thinking about it later, you know, I could have had 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So, yeah, uh, over 30, this will be 34 different manias. uh, Yeah. Countless hours of action, countless moments that that everyone remembers, and these are our 10. So if you have additional ones you want to share with us, post in the comments, bug us on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, bug us on Facebook, the Rough House Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts, too, but... We're going to break into ours. Christoph, you want to get us started? 
Yeah, sure. So uh, we'll start at the bottom. We'll start at uh, my number ten, and I do have some honorable mentions. Um, we'll get. I'll, you want to want me to do those now, or we'll do them later to keep yeah. the air of mystery alive. Um, so number ten uh, on my list uh, goes back to WrestleMania six, and okay. this was when the Ultimate Warrior pinned Hulk Hogan. Wow. Um, because this was kind of a moment where you know Hogan had been the guy. Uh, yeah. for, for a number of years and, you know, Warrior came out with all his energy and his bonkers promo and his, uh, you know, tassels and running to the ring and, you know, got over uh, super great with the fans. So they were they were trying their luck at passing the baton um, and really, you know, Warrior got that that big win over Hogan, which, you know, Hogan throughout his entire career, uh, not one to enjoy uh, losing. Very true. <laughs> Very so, true. The fact that it happened at still the height of Hulkamania um, was was is a very memorable thing, and you know the the history of the Ultimate Warrior ended up being what it ended up being. But at the time, this was a a, a big moment uh, for the Federation and and for the Warrior and even for Hogan for agreeing to go along with it. Yeah, uh, I I will say that's also on my list. I have it significantly higher oh, do you? Uh, <laughs> on, on my list. Uh, okay. And, and I'll, I'll right. talk about my reasons for why when we get there. But uh, okay, you know w- that really was a water excuse me a watershed moment for the WWF. That was the moment when the the Hogan Rock and Wrestling era ended, and we started to move into uh, you know that new generation era. I mean, yeah. granted, it happened maybe a year or two before it was officially called right. that, but it, it was where the tides of change began for the WWF and and moved from you know being the the Hogan led uh, era that it was into uh, you know the the grander thing that it is today. Um, okay. So for my number 10 spot, uh, if history had gone differently, I feel like this would have been higher for a lot of people's lists. Uh, this okay. one, this this still holds a lot of meaning to me, but once I say what it is, you'll understand why it has been uh, blown apart uh, oh, since. I got so, WrestleMania, Two people who aren't with us anymore. Yeah, WrestleMania 20, the Benoit Guerrero celebration. Yeah. Uh, for a, a guy who watched WCW loyally, for a guy who by the time you know WrestleMania 20 came around was trading tapes online, was watching 90s New Japan matches with these guys, uh, Benoit Guerrero in the WWE was something I never really thought I'd see happen. Then in the 2000s, it happened. You know, the WWE got behind them, but I never thought they'd be champions. So at the 20th anniversary of WrestleMania, in the middle of Madison Square Garden, the two guys who were too small and could never make it and would never be the guys standing in the ring together with their respective brands' titles as the confetti rained down. It was a beautiful moment. And unfortunately, it was that, a moment between the tragedy of Guerrero, the tragedy of Benoit. uh, It it doesn't have the resonance it once did, but for that moment in time, it was incredible. And it's it's definitely a bummer. Like, I have a hard time re-watching anything benoit related it, it i know it, it's it's very difficult just because you know for me there's a lot of conflicting emotion between yeah. like the the artist and the art if you will and sure. uh you know that that mania match he had with triple h michaels incredible and to see these two 
you know, longtime friends get this moment in the sun, an incredible moment, which unfortunately doesn't quite hold up the way it used to. But at the time, unbelievable. Yeah, no, I don't think I could have put any more uh, any any better words to to that as, as you just said. It did not make my list, um, partly because I didn't have that attachment um, to the old WCW stuff or those guys. I, you know, and I wasn't even really watching that much WWE at the time, so I don't I don't have that that history with those two guys. But you you painted a really good picture there, uh, and I, I definitely uh, you know I, I I get it. It just yeah. didn't didn't uh, didn't hit oh, you yeah. the same way it hit you. Yeah, totally um, So, moving on to my number nine, and again, this might be one that is farther up your list if it's on there at all. WrestleMania 13 was mm. the um, Stone Cold and Bret Hart double turn, Blood from a Stone yeah. uh, classic uh, main event where, you know, a successful double turn, of which I believe there are two on my list, shockingly enough. Um, yeah, same, same. <laughs> yeah, so um, <clears throat> they're, they're tough to do. But Austin, you know, his his star could not be denied anymore at that time. He needed to go full-on baby. And Brett, you know, was just growing more and more bitter with uh, the business and with the uh, company itself. So it, it, it made a lot of sense. And just the way the match was worked um, was so good. And it's an iconic iconic image of that yeah. sharpshooter with Austin with the busted open head, the crimson mask, just screaming as the blood is pouring down his face. Uh, it, it's it, it's something that will be talked about um, until the end of WrestleMania and even afterwards as one as one of the finest moments. That is also on my list. A uh, little <laughs> bit higher. We, we, okay. we, are, we are definitely going to have some overlap. I can see that there. But uh, yeah. uh, a great moment. And, and again, I can, I can talk about it from you know, my thoughts on it as we get there. Okay. Uh, but for my number nine, I go to WrestleMania 24 uh, in what is probably one of the, the best combinations of pro wrestling bravado and emotion i i've ever seen uh although there i saw shades of it in the uh main event of this sunday's new japan us show there was a there right. was a nice homage to it uh i'm sorry i love you Shawn oh. michaels super kicking uh, rick flair sending him into yep. retirement uh yeah. like that's that that's what wrestling is right yeah. there it is it is violence that is also somehow about emotion and and bravado and you know the these larger than life personalities intersecting and uh i i think with any other performers anywhere else in the world any other time it would seem like the cheesiest thing in the world and yeah uh, yeah uh it, it was a nice running gag on the indies shortly thereafter where people would say that you know before stupid comedy spots or whatever right uh but yeah, uh, a great moment in time for two of the greats. Uh, when we get yeah. to when we eventually do our Mania matches list, there's a lot of those guys <laughs> on my list. That's yeah, all I'm I saying. I started like in my head thinking about the matches. I'm like, fuck, these are all Shawn Michaels matches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's Mr. WrestleMania, so yeah, it's yeah. gonna be the thing. Be forewarned next week's Patreon. But I also exactly. had that match from uh, from 24 on my list significantly higher. So yeah. <laughs> we're kind of uh, <laughs> on the same page, but opposite pages at the same time. So I'll, I'll give my thoughts on that a little bit later on. Um, my number eight is from two years later uh, and is kind of the uh, the receipt given ah. to Shawn Michaels is when it was Taker Michaels 2 
and um, I believe that one that was the one in Houston, uh, twenty six when uh, when it was um, streak versus career, mm-hmm. and if if Sean lost, he he would retire. Um, you know, being the unabashed Sean Michaels mark that I always have been and always will be. You know, I, I was rooting so hard. Even though I, I, you know, obviously, <laughs> we knew what was going to happen going into sure, it. Sure, sure. But I was hoping that something would happen, um, and and Sean would come out on top, so he wouldn't have uh, to retire. But man, that match was in a similar vein to the Flair uh, Michaels match with the emotion. It was a lot more physical because Taker was still able to do a lot more at that point than flair was um i just think of that dive he took over the uh over the top rope and michael saved his life by pushing the cameraman into him right and uh you know that was uh something and actually as a uh a tease when i went out to la to speak with uh lucha underground folk marty elias their senior official used to ref for wwe and he was the ref for that match Oh, and no he, uh, we talk about that a little bit too um, in the interview forthcoming with with Marty Elias. But that match, you know, yeah, it was. I got I had the waterworks from Flair versus uh, Michaels because of the story, but I was more in, in the Michaels camp fan wise. But when it, it, it the tables were turned and it was Michaels, I was I was just crushed seeing uh you know seeing the the jumping tombstone that finally oh, yeah. put him away. That I was just like, oh, it's over. It, was just, <laughs> it, it hit me. I was, I was very, I was very upset. So yeah, that was, uh, that was number eight for me. Uh, serious props, by the way, to Shawn Michaels for holding to his retirement. Yes, there have been times 100%. where Michaels has popped up and he looks incredible. It does for yeah, his age? Great I'm sure yeah. he could still go, but dude is, you know, keeping it to that moment. Um, very happy, very happy for that. So my number eight was the moment no one thought we would see a moment that uh silenced new orleans a moment that silenced thousands yeah i have it at number eight eight? i have it at eight uh (laughs) silenced many 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 households across this great country as brock lesnar broke the streak beating the undertaker yeah yeah uh i now I'll, i'll just say the reason why i have it at eight at eight Literally, I was like recalibrating the list as I was thinking yeah. of moments and that sort of thing. It's it's a moment that I at the time floored by. I feel like Lesnar's run since I feel like Undertaker's regular return since have kind right. of dampened the moment a bit, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I don't have it higher. But I mean, okay. at at that time, like. WrestleMania 30, when you look back on it, was one of the craziest WrestleManias of all time. First one on the network, Daniel Bryan having that incredible run, Mm -hmm. the streak ending, the first Cena-Wyatt clashing, all these different things that just led to what I still think is one of the best manias in recent history. And yeah, yeah, that moment was incredible. I I, I just remember so vividly being over at my friend's house, watching WrestleMania with him, and all of us were just jaw agape. You could yeah. hear a pin drop because none of us thought it was possible. It was just like, <laughs> LOL, Taker wins. Like, that's yeah. what it was going to be. Nope. Yep. Brock Lesnar yeah. won it. Well, that is on my list as well, uh, considerably higher. So I will <laughs> talk about uh, that uh, when we get there. Um, yeah. All right, on to my number seven. Uh, this was uh, the year after. Yeah. And it, it is uh, 
I give Michael Cole credit. I don't know if he wrote this term or if this was handed to him by Vince or what, but the heist of the century. Yeah. Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank on Brock and Reigns and walking out of uh, Santa Clara, California, the WWE championship, swinging the title around his head as, as yeah. he was so prone to do. Um, the fireworks going off. Man, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps just talking and thinking about that right. moment. You know, the match itself, even before uh, Rollins came out, was going better than I think any of us had expected or even hoped for. It was it was it was a great match. And Rollins come when his music hit. I I was I was beside myself with yeah. excitement. I, every you know, over uh, the Gorehounds house, we were all you know watching it, and we all stood up like, "Holy shit, this is happening!" And and he came out, and you know, uh, he hit the the curb stomp on Reigns, went in, uh, allegedly yelled "Thank you so much" as he was pinning one of his uh, <laughs> his best friends for the title at WrestleMania, the title that he was supposed to win. I yeah. I would love at some point. After Roman Reigns has retired, uh, you know, a historic run, probably 25 title reigns, knowing how Vince is or, you know, Vince won't be alive that long uh, to see Reigns throughout his entire career unless he cryogenically freezes. Robo Vince. Yeah. But um, I want Reigns to fully just tell his side of the story of what yeah. happened, you know, that night. Uh, I, I, I very interested in hearing that, but that moment, man, it, it, it's, it's tough, tough to beat. And, you know, just to not to, uh, underplay what happened earlier in the night with Rollins, with one of the greatest RKOs of all time too. Incredible. Um, it just, just outstanding. But yeah, that, that the heist of the century, uh, one is a great, perfect way to describe that moment and man that moment was was memorable yeah uh that that's really one of those moments uh, again also on my list uh, uh <laughs> that's one of those moments where you know seth rollins went from a star to a superstar like yeah that dude was made from that moment um and and i agree with you uh Lesnar Reigns was shockingly good up to that point. It's why I actually yeah. hold out hope uh, for Lesnar Reigns this year. Uh, sure. And who knows? Maybe they have another surprise in store. I don't think it's going to be a Money in the Bank surprise, but who the no. hell knows? We'll yeah. see what ends up happening uh, on, on April 8th, see what, how they deliver, because let's be honest, WrestleMania, more often than not, WWE does know how to deliver. They do. Unless you're talking about Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> They delivered. They delivered maggots on the mat. How often that, have we seen that? Huh? Uh, Haven't seen it since. Too but, often. <laughs> <laughs> so, once was enough. Where so are you my, at? Number seven. Uh, yeah, my number seven. That's where I went. Blood from a stone. Uh, okay. Because right. uh, I, you know that set the attitude era really in motion. You know yeah. that that that's what really gave uh, that that era of the WWE its face for better or, or, or worse. Uh, Steve yeah. Austin bleeding, screaming. It ended up being the front cover of the Cause Stone Cold Said So VHS. It was on T-shirts, all these different things, yeah. uh, and you know. It was an incredible match. Um, that one actually ranks pretty high in my my mania matches. Um, but uh, just 
a crazy moment that uh, to take a guy like Bret Hart, who had always been kind of a, a milk toast baby face when yeah. once he went solo, and really make him a, a true heel, and take Austin, whose characteristics were all traditional heel, and make that appealing to a fan base, and yeah. do it all in just one moment like that. Incredible stuff, and again, that, that's the type of thing why I watch wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so we're on to number six, and we're also I'm also involving uh, Bret Hart, and this would be the year prior. This is the Iron Man match. Shawn Michaels, the boyhood dream has come true. Um, mm-hmm. Man, you know Arrowhead Pond in uh, Anaheim. Uh, you know the en- just from the entrance to the final moment. You know, Sean zip lining down with his white sequined sort of get up that his legendary um, ring attire or entrance gear, because somebody on Twitter had to fucking correct me. It's not ring gear because they only wore it during their entrances. Well, fuck off, you piece of shit. You're right, but fuck off uh, for having <laughs> to tell me so. But yeah, so uh, from that and then, you know, the way the Iron Man match, which, you know, depending on what kind, what style of wrestling you like. Either you're bored by it or you're enthralled by it. Yeah. Uh, normally, you'd think I'd be bored by it because I like the flippy-dippy high-flying shit. But mm-hmm. the storytelling that those two guys did and then the way that it went to the draw and then the sudden death and then it just happened like that. Uh, just love the way it was booked. Um, obviously, I love anytime Shawn Michaels wins and hit this huge title win for him. And just that iconic photo of him sitting, clutching uh, the title, looking down yeah. at it. That when I met Sean a couple years ago, thanks to you lovely people who helped uh, pay for me to meet him, that's the photo that I got signed uh, of him. Because that is when I think of Shawn Michaels, that's that's where I go in my head. Yeah, that like that was real pure Shawn Michaels, you know, for a, a yeah. guy who, especially in that era, you know, He's a motherfucker, absolute motherfucker, <laughs> ego sized the room, you know, in yeah. that moment, whether it was for me- to play with the melodrama or because it was legitimate, him looking down at that belt, he was reduced to the the same fans that were watching it, that that same yeah. sense of awe and appreciation of, of what it was. And, uh, you know, again, one of those moments that defines what wrestling is and, and why yeah. it's important to, you know, nerds like us. Um, so my number six uh, is, is another end of an era type moment. And I think it's probably higher up on your list from what you were saying. Uh, the end of the attitude era uh, as the deal with the devil was made. WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Steve Austin doing the unthinkable and aligning himself with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked, blown away, not only by the incredible match that the Austin, the rock had had up to that point. One of the greatest WrestleMania main events of all time. Uh, and one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, but this incredible swerve, that mm-hmm. I don't think anyone in a million years saw coming. Now, granted, you can look back with hindsight and say, maybe not the best move for business. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, so a move that no one saw coming and not too many people wanted. Many people cared about, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's again, what WrestleMania is. The, the, moments, the, yeah. sto- the, the stories that you didn't expect to be told getting told, the moments you didn't expect to see come true come true, and just shocking. Yeah. Hundred percent shock. And speaking of shocking, that that didn't that didn't make the cut on my list. Oh wow! Enough. Yeah, it yeah. Didn't. I it was in the honorable mentions, but I, I couldn't find room for it in my top ten. And it's kind of part of the reasoning why uh, 
you know, you put Brock beating the streak down so low is because, yeah. it, you know, kind of kind of petered out a little bit afterwards. I mean, the the, yeah. the the draw was Austin versus McMahon, you know, that was, you know, Austin versus the authority figure sort of thing. So then when he joined it, it, it kind of uh, took the fangs out of it a little bit. So right. that's probably why it, it only made my honorable mentions. Uh, all right. So we're on to uh, the top five. My number five, WrestleMania 18. Um, two icons colliding. You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> was this your was this your number one? Uh, no, it's it's my number four. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, yeah. Uh, so we're getting a little getting a little closer here. Yeah. So, uh, Rock versus Hogan, um, and the other double turn on the list. You had you yeah know, the Rock coming in against Hollywood Hogan. Uh, he was at the time, and just the, the moments. Of them staring each other down and soaking in what was happening and doing the the turns to listen to the crowd, um, and, you know Hogan wasn't putting on any clinics really his entire career, but especially at that point in his career. Um, but the way the way it played out, and uh, it was just one of the, one of those to, to steal a phrase from The Rock, just electrifying moments where the the crowd was so hot. Uh, so just just uh, buying into every single mannerism, every single thing they did, and they're two of the best at that in in, in yeah. history of of telling the story and emoting and stuff like that. It was it was a legendary moment. Yeah, uh, you know, looking back at that moment, um, you know, I, I was I was thinking about as I was going through a lot of these things. I was thinking about like where I was at the time and the things I was going through. Yeah. And WrestleMania 18, I was like 17 years old. I was there with my group of friends who all loved wrestling at the time. Although the the group had gotten slightly smaller because it was just <laughs> as as WCW had ta- tapered out and ECW yeah. had tapered out. So the the crew was getting smaller, but all of us were you know real smarky and everything, bitching and moaning about how Triple H is gonna hold down Chris. Jericho and all these shovels. Yeah, Yeah, he's gonna get out the shovels and win all the titles because he's begging Steph. You know all this bullshit, right? And we were like, "Oh, Hogan Rock's gonna be so bad. The Rock can't work a match, and Hogan's old. You know all these different things." But that match started, and as the double turn happened, and Hogan's hulking up and doing, you know, the greatest hits of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we bit onto it hook line and sinker and yeah. like he did the point you had a you had a living room boss going you like the whole nine <laughs> and, uh, and and again that's what this is about that 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 yeah. incredible like the uh community moment of just being blown away by something um yeah but uh my number five was the Seth Rollins cash in? Okay, uh, we, we went All over right. why. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, to me that is the modern peak of WrestleMania moments. So I, I had to put it in the top five. Um, I, I do hope maybe this year has something to add. I don't know where it's going to happen, but I would love to see something crazy <laughs> happen on that par this year. Um, so what was your number four, Chris? My number four was uh, Michael's retiring flair. The I'm sorry, I love you from WrestleMania gotcha. 24. And I, you know, I remember is one of those moments. I remember where I was. I was in like four apartments ago <laughs> with my <laughs> old roommates, and uh, we we had ordered the pay per view, and we were sitting there, and you know, me being the Michael's Mark, and you know, respecting Flair for the uh, the legendary career, and just the emotion on on their 
faces, the emotion on, you know, the crowd, you know, the, the Flair family, including a young uh, Ashley Flair, who we now know as Charlotte, sitting right. in the front row and sobbing as this thing comes to a crescendo. And and so much I, I, I remember after the match, uh, you know, Flair, you know, just 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 crying, which he was prone to do and still is prone to do. But, yeah. you know, the. the it was true emotion at that point. He was he was saying goodbye to you know the 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 business that that he that he loved so much and helped shape so much and him walking back uh, backwards and you know blowing kisses to the crowd and and the fireworks going off and it was just just one of those just moments that uh, that really you know gets the gets the sap gets something gets dusty in the in yeah. the I mean something in your eye and you just. You can't help but get caught up in something like that. Absolutely. Uh, my number four was uh, Rock Hogan, uh, right. the, the double turn yeah. icon versus icon. So what was your number three, Chris? My number three was Brock conquering the streak at WrestleMania 30. Now, nice. p- part of the reason I put this so high, uh, as I'm well on record as saying, <laughs> in that <laughs> I was tired of The Undertaker. And I was that guy every year. I, you can ask any of my friends saying this is the year he's going to lose. It's going to happen. <laughs> I was hoping it would be the prior year when I was at WrestleMania and really to CM I Punk. Thought that, to CM Punk, yes. Yeah. Which really was the last great Undertaker performance, um, if you ask me. Because uh, he I'm right there with you. hella good in that match. The match was, was great. You know, a lot of the, uh, the a lot of it goes to Punk, but a lot of it goes to Taker as well. This match, and, you know, this is probably not Taker's fault because I'm pretty sure he got concussed within the first couple minutes of the match and he didn't know where the fuck he was. But Brock, you know, l- just laid into him, F5 after F5. And when it happened... You know, everybody was going one, two, and then they went, oh, and then the three happened. Yeah. And the pin drop moment, and I stood up and yelled, fuck yes. (laughs) And everybody (laughs) turned and looked at me and shot me the evil eye. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is fucking great. And I just started pointing and laughing at them because I'm a son of a bitch. Um you know, I, I was really big on Brock at the time. Uh, I've soured on him a little bit since, but, you know, I had been waiting for this moment. Um, and it came and, you know, just the the photos of the crowd shot, the crowd reactions um, are just as infamous as yeah. the three count. And the photo of Brock in the corner smiling, looking up at the 21-1 with Paul Heyman over his shoulder. Iconic imagery. And, of course, you know... Um, streak guy the you know the guy who's just yeah with the stupid uh with the stupid look who made a t-shirt and made probably more money than we're ever making on this show with it um just just one of those moments that i you know really you know aside from it being a great moment it's something that i personally enjoyed very yeah. much uh, I can confirm that guy did build a cottage industry based off of himself. Yeah. Because uh, uh, at least in prior years, I'm not sure about this year as well, uh, he's been a featured guest at AwesomeCon, which is where I'll be this weekend. <laughs> if anyone wants to come see Super Art Fight, superartfight.com. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I have wondered if I should plug my own shit more. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. Justin yeah. may give you shit, but I ain't going to yeah, stop that's, you. Yeah, that's true. Well, this is behind the paywall anyway. But yeah, superrfight.com. <laughs> Go see where we'll be. Um, uh, so my number three, uh-huh. um, I think, is a dark horse pick. 
Okay. Uh, but it, it, it'll make sense, I think, when, when you get into it. Because I, Interesting. When I, was, when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about different moments and ones that stood out, um, I, I think with my top three, they, they are prototypical moments that, that WrestleMania has tried to replicate since. Okay. So for my number three pick, it goes to WrestleMania 7. And when we talk about things like the Benoit Guerrero celebration or mm-hmm. the I'm sorry, I love you. It's that element of melodrama and the element uh, of okay. soap opera. So WrestleMania 7, you have the Ultimate Warrior versus Macho King Randy Savage. Yep. Retirement match. Savage loses. Sherry turns on him. And then Miss Elizabeth comes back into the arms of Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, granted, they were very much divorced at the time that angle (laughs) happened. Right. And uh, apparently couldn't stand each other. But that reunion and and the way everyone got so into it. it. And, and (laughs) like, that, again, that that is this prototype of what WrestleMania moments are. This crescendo of... All this storytelling, all this character work, all this buildup that is to the left of an athletic competition yeah, personified right there. I, and we've seen moments that try to replicate it since. So uh, I put it in my number three. Wow. Yeah, that one did not make the cut for me. Yeah. Um, I guess because I wasn't I wasn't super into it at that point, and I sure as fuck wasn't watching WrestleManias on pay per view at that point. Yeah. Um, but I, I do understand that uh, you know the impact that it had, and you know Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth are uh, you know one of the if not the greatest couple in pro wrestling history. Mm-hmm. So certainly worth a, a high point on a on 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 a list of of somebody who who uh, was into it at that time. So yeah, yeah. I, I can't fight you on that. Uh, I'm curious to see your top two. And see if they're going to be the same as mine because yeah. uh, they. Haven't I think. Been, uh, I, I up think yet. we're going to. La- I think we're going to land on the same on number one. You've already said what my number two is, but I, we'll have that. I? Yes. Okay. So yeah. not neither of mine have been said yet. So one of okay. one of my top two is not on your list. We'll, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll see what it is. What's number two, my friend? Okay. Number two, and I. I probably should have put this at number one, but. I because of the the my story behind it and my story behind it my relation to it number two I put Daniel Bryan's performance at WrestleMania 30 yeah um because I what has to be said about this moment you know yeah the guy that was never supposed to be uh the top tier champion um you know got over naturally the fans you know hijacked shows with his catchphrase they you know we. And I'll, you know, I'm not personally taking credit, but we as a whole, yeah, made this moment happen by imposing our will uh, that this guy was our guy and we needed him in this spot. Sorry, Batista, uh, just wasn't wasn't your time, right. time comeback on your part. Um, you know, th- the moment and the movement and just really the performance. That night, that has to be, you know, and this is coming from Shawn Michaels' uh, number one fan, has to be the greatest performance in WrestleMania history. Because you go back and watch 30, the opening match was Brian and Triple H, which yeah. could, ma- could make almost any, you know, top 15, top 20 list of WrestleMania matches of all time. But then later in the match... Spoiler, it's in my top 10. 
Well, there you go. Well, I, I, yeah. I wasn't sure where you were falling on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure where I'm falling on it yet. Yeah. But just that first match. But then the second match, the main event, uh, the match that, you know, winning that first match got him into the triple threat with Orton and Batista. You know, so many, so many great moments uh, in, mm-hmm. in that match. And, you know, Triple H and Steph get involved with, uh, you know, uh, Brad Armstrong, the dirty ref who hasn't been seen yeah. since, except when they yeah. need some dirty shit done. Just so, so much great storytelling. They really, they did the right thing, uh, which is something we don't always trust them to do. And it led to the celebration of Daniel Bryan, his crowning at WrestleMania 30, you know, with the ticker tapes and him, you know, Doing the yes chance even with the bum shoulder, but still selling it and going over to Connor uh, in the front row and his family and just, just, just Niagara Falls, man. That that is just uh, one hell of a goddamn moment. Yeah, uh, an incredible moment, which is actually on my uh, my. Uh, it just barely missed my top ten. It's not what? my top ten. I know, I know. Are you I fucking know. kidding me? I know, I know, Marty. I know. Hey, like I said, what? Like I said, it's one of those things where I started thinking about it, and Ugh. there were some where I'm like, "Shit!" <sighs> I remember, I remember Brian versus Triple H to put that in my my list of matches, but Oof. not in my in my list. Dizzy, it, it, I'm dizzy. It's the big one, Elizabeth. It's the big <laughs> one. I'm coming home. <laughs> Holy shit! Not even in your top ten. I'm flabbergasted. I mean, I mean if if I'm ranking it, it I I would. Either have to reconfigure my ten, or it's at least eleven. You know, I, I, I feel like I don't know you from <laughs> Deadpool last week to this not making your top ten this week. Yep. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you. Look, looking forward to your comment, Zach. It's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marty versus Zach, WrestleMania thirty-five. Book it. <laughs> so my number two again, thinking about those prototypical moments, is the is is warrior winning uh wrestlemania is built okay. as this idea of passing of the torch yeah who once was the big star passes it on to the next uh you know it happened with with warrior it happened with bret hart it happened with Shawn michaels it happened with steve austin it happened with uh, i mean we thought it happened with roman reigns but still apparently hasn't happened yet but uh, all, all of these people through the years the idea is wrestlemania is the moment where you become the star and you get the title and really for me it all boils down to that big hogan warrior moment the the ultimate confrontation whatever the hell they called it Mm -hmm. uh you know that that's what it is so what's your number one chris (laughs) uh my number one it it may be yours i'm not sure um wrestlemania three yeah i think we're we're getting warm we're getting warm okay uh, it's Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant. Yes. Um, there's, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we agreed on at least one here. Yeah. Uh, as, as our number one, I, you know, as, as much as I love Daniel Bryan and was there for his entire journey, um, you know, I wasn't watching a ton of wrestling back at WrestleMania three when this happened. I mean, I was fucking what young. Um, so, but yeah. Uh, it's impact and knowing the stories of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and the collision course they had and Andre being the giant and being the the eighth wonder of the world, this larger, literally larger than life uh, personality and competitor, um, yeah. the feat of, you know, um, uh, the guy 
picking this, picking him up and dropping him on his back uh, is just ingrained forever in pro wrestling. It really in Americana, uh, you know, yeah. if we're really it, it, going broad on it. You know, it's something they've uh, tried to do uh, to minimal success. Looking at you, Lex Express on the uh, I, on the aircraft carrier, that, yeah. body slamming Yokozuna. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, nothing, nothing will ever be able to replicate the moment like this because it was WrestleMania three. It was still so real back then, and Andre was was this this larger than life guy that it was an, an unspeakable, unthinkable thing that it could actually yeah. happen. And you know, Hogan was the one to do it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, it is the moment that WrestleMania is built around. I know it was the third WrestleMania, but the idea of this yeah. massive stadium with tens of thousands of people, millions of people watching at home, the the uh, what's it, the immovable force versus the irresistible object, the you know wh- strike or reverse that. whatever it is, uh, the irresistible force meets force the immovable, immovable object. object. Yes, yeah. there there it is. Thank you. The thing they can't get right with Nia Jax. Right, fucking right, exactly. <laughs> Um, but you know, they, they, they try so much to continue to make a moment like this happen that throughout wrestling, you know, this is the, uh, the precursor of Brock Lesnar and the big show going through a ring. This is the precursor of Braun Strowman destroying a set. This is a precursor of, you know, all of these grand moments in wrestling. This is what WrestleMania is. Period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was very young when it happened, but I, I do have like this vague, vague, vague recollection of like when my parents first got cable, like the cable guide had a little ad for WrestleMania three in the corner. Oh, like, wow. like, I don't know why I remember that, but I remember it very vividly because, yeah. you know, they used to give you the cable guide because, you yeah, know, no, that, that's, I remember. but like, yeah, the paper guide, it was like on the cover and uh-huh. yeah, uh, being a Hulkamaniac from a very young age, like that was, you know, the moment for so long. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what WrestleMania is. Even if it took him three years to nail it, that's what WrestleMania yeah. is, period. Yeah, and there were great moments in WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 2. Really, And really, the main event uh, of WrestleMania 1 is an honorable mention for me because it kind of introduced the world to WrestleMania. You know, the celebrities, Muhammad Ali and Cindy Lauper and right. Mr. T and all these, all these people being involved uh, with the competitors really kind of, you know, laid the groundwork for what WrestleMania uh, became. Um, but I had some other honorable mentions yeah. uh, that we haven't even uh, brought up yet. Um, I had originally I had the Hardys pop from last year as one of my top 10 but as i kept thinking i came up with better ones so it got kept right, on getting right. bumped down it was a great moment and you know the the, the music hitting because it had been rumored that they were coming back but the, the music hitting and really the crowd pop uh yeah and just reacting to the reaction uh was one of those things you're like oh man this is why i love uh pro wrestling yeah, uh, undoubtedly, uh, an incredible moment, especially because the night before they were in a yeah. TLC match Ladder with the fucking match. Young Bucks. I know, you know, in front of three thousand people. The Bucks uh, of Youth. Let's yes, just call them who yes. they are here. True. Yeah, the, the spot monkeys themselves. Uh, I had from WrestleMania 22, uh, Edge spearing Mick Foley through a uh, ignited table. One which, of the craziest uh, spots ever. Yes, absolutely legendary. Um, 
I had Brock missing his um, shooting, shooting star? star press from 19 on there, which, you know, not a proud moment for anybody. Um, that match may or may not show up in next week's greatest WrestleMania matches of all time thing. I haven't known. I don't, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. But that moment itself, which is cringeworthy to watch, is a memorable WrestleMania moment for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that whole match, especially at the time, you, you had angle he was about to go in for major neck surgery so i I remember watching that going oh god oh god every time he took a a suplex because it's like is this the one that kills him is this the one that kills him no brock's gonna kill himself on shooting star he finally does that shooting star we heard about for so long and he kills himself on the way down not not it was it was the right it was the right time to do it it was just the uh incorrect placement for kurt angle for it yeah uh I had, uh, going back to WrestleMania 17, uh, the second TLC match, uh, which was the uh, spear of Jeff Hardy uh, off the ladder while he was hanging on. That's a, that's a legendary spot uh, in WrestleMania history. I also had, from WrestleMania 14, um, Mike Tyson in the Enforcer versus uh, Michael with the Michaels and Austin match and knocking down my uh, Shawn Michaels, um, which was which was a great moment and a really good match too. Mm. Uh, you think about the amount of work that Shawn put into that match with a severe back injury; it's even more impressive. Mm. Um, also had Owen beating Brett at WrestleMania 10 which was such a major shock uh, and a great match, which may or may not end up on my list next week as well. And just uh, because I enjoy watching it, Stone Cold from WrestleMania 23 after the Battle of the Billionaires stunning Donald Trump, just because... You know, like to see the guy get hurt. <laughs> that, that that moment definitely has a longer tail than we ever <laughs> thought it would. That's for sure. Stone Cold uh, Thunder President. So uh, you covered a lot of my a lot of my moments. Uh, just barely missed, however, uh, WrestleMania uh, fourteen and fifteen, the feud between Pete Rose and Kane. And oh my course- god, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That was so terrible. I love it. <laughs> And of course, the greatest WrestleMania moment of all time, WrestleMania 24, Bradshaw, JBL, decides to chuck a trash can right at the head of Hornswoggle. Because if wrestling is about anything, it's hitting midgets in the head with trash cans. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at Rough House SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1-N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Roughhouse Rough House, uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty?